Hello. Hello. Hello there. How are you today on this Saturday afternoon? You know, I'm doing good. Um, Way. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I um, a bit shattered. We got home last night at five. You're out later than me. I got. I left at one last night. Oh. I couldn't be asked. I'm not gonna lie. The music that wasn't on in Saints last night. Like one thing that people tend to not realize about me. I like pop punk. I do, but I, I am hundred percent a metalcore person. And because I like a few pop punk bands, but metalcore is like my main thing, so I can't do a full night of just pop punk. It will drive me insane. I'll, I'll get a bit bored. I'll be like, I kind of just want to headbang and watch what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just more metalcore, and I always have been. That's just my, my kind of thing. And last night I kind of just got a bit tired, so I went. I like no, I get it. that. Some nights when they play the um more repetitive. Yeah, uh, yeah. When it's like the stuff that you've heard. Yeah, a million times. Yeah, we get it famous, but that that, that happened last night. There was a couple of tunes where I was like, eh, okay. Still like them, but like overplayed. You need to balance it out well enough. Yeah. And I was kind of like that. Plus, my pop punk that I kind of like is more when it's slower. So not stuff for nightclubs, if you get what I mean. That's my kind of, like, if, it, if State Champs comes on, I'll go fucking nuts. But, yeah, I, I understand the slower stuff, but the whole aspect is it's the, the, some of the faster stuff, but each yeah. to their own. Yeah, I'm more metalcore, so I forgot on Saturdays because it's more of a metalcore night in the main room, and that's kind of it. So I left at one. So yeah, you got out. You were out later than me. Uh, yeah, I'd been out since two o'clock. Getting out, all right. Uh, yeah, not drinking. No, I had... Um, no, I was just out doing stuff, did some charity shopping, um, uh, went in HMV, had a meal. I, I incidentally got three Killswitch Engage CDs. Nice. I like, um, the, the ones from, you know, the one we covered on the music podcast, uh, and I think the, the next two afterwards. So, um, oh, yeah. um was that Live or Just Breathing? Oh, yeah. And then the ones after that, yes. So I was very happy and a ton of other stuff. No, but it was all around good day that I spent, me and uh, someone else. And then I went to a gig afterwards with three class bands. Three bands that I thought I, I wouldn't really like, but I did. And it was absolutely class. Apart from a slight mishap that happened in the night, which did not go down well. But we move and we're here. Yeah, like like yesterday, I was hundred percent not like in the pop punky mood because like yesterday, I bought tickets to lo- see Lorna Shaw. Don't if you've never heard of Lorna Shaw, they are heavy, and that's kind of like they they're not, they're not there's no clean vocals in their songs. Like mm-hmm. so, I was in a very much like heavy metal mood, and it wasn't heavy metal night, and that's kind of it. But also, I took my medication. And my medication makes me drowsy. So when I'm a bit bored, and I don't have as much energy anyway, and I've got then I'm taking medication that makes me drowsy, I'm just gonna fall asleep. And I was basically kind of like like that basically, but anyway, it was good anyway. It just means that I'm not feeling gross today actually because I didn't really drink much. Uh, so no, I, I didn't drink. I, I I don't drink at all. But I drank a lot of water and ate a lot of ice cubes. 
it was 3 a.m. and I, or almost 3 a.m. because that's when Cracker closes, and I was just eating ice cubes. I ate like six straight ice cubes. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. That was me. But yeah. Download when it was too hot. <laughs> yeah, you're probably shoving them in all your holes. I've been fucking sweating. But no, I just had a class night. I'm a little shattered. And um, yeah, all around. Um, we recorded the episode yesterday, but I was invited to the gig. So great time. I always love seeing new bands, especially bands that are uh, in the local scene or seeing anything in general in your local scene, be it music or whatever. Because you never know what you're going to like until you go and try it. So, And I don't yeah. go out often. So. And if anyone's wondering why some days we don't upload on Fridays, basically how our hours work. I work half seven till four, Monday to Friday, and I don't. my shifts don't change because it's like annually done. Uh, I don't work by the hour. Matt, however, has a job where his shifts change and his hours will change. So it, it all depends on the shift and hours, but that's basically why some weeks they don't go out on a Friday. So we work around it the best we can, which is why we're doing we're recording our Saturday afternoon. Yeah, just to make plans, just um, yeah. uh, plans go with. It is your week this week. Yes, I, I did manage to do some research. So um, well, let me bring up the Wikipedia page. Uh, I always like to have the Wikipedia page up or images up just for some background. Um. Yeah, I'm doing a UK case. Ooh. Um, it's weird because I found a website that just had like prolific UK people, and it was like a, um, I can't remember what site it was, but it was like animated where you click on the people. Uh, it just had images of folk and their name, and if you clicked on them, up would pop just like a little bit of information on them. So I found this woman, and I thought, hey, this is a pretty interesting case. It's not. Um, got loads and loads of like detail. There would be if you go with all what uh, quotes and etc. etc. But no, I thought this one was quite good. So the case we are covering is of brace yourselves for the photos when you see her. The case of Tracy Andrews. This is the first photo. <laughs> the okay. first photo. Oh dear. It's when I saw that photo, I was like, "What is going Fuck on here?" Me. All right. Jesus. Yeah. It's um, an image in it. I I know. Yes, I saw that, and I was like, "What the hell?" So um, and the, and the kind of story behind this, I thought, "Oh, that's quite interesting." Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you've heard of this one before you might have it's not her, recent it happened her name rings a bell but i've not actually heard of the story but yeah this happened late 90s yeah late 90s yeah so yes we are covering uh tracy andrews born tracy oh disclaimer i should say this now uh someone dies it's not too gory i think i mentioned blood violence domestic abuse um, as I say, if I've forgotten anything and I see it in my notes before I'm coming up to read it, I will then say, but this isn't nothing gruesome. You know, by now, there's nothing really too gruesome in the ones that I cover. No, but yes. that's my job. Warning. Uh, there's a warning done. So we're covering Tracy Andrews born. Tracy Margaret Andrews. That's correct. Um, born on the 9th of April, 1969, uh, in England. It didn't give a location. I'm assuming it's similar uh, nearby to where 
the crimes were committed, if you will. Um, uh, one child, she's also known as the Road Rage Murderer. That's her uh, nickname. I, I mean, I had seen that on a couple other pages. Uh, Road Rage, uh, Road Rage Killer. So, I guess either the the tabloids gave her that, or which is probably likely the case, the tabloids gave her that. Um. But yeah, well, I say Tracy Margaret Andrews. That's not her actual birth name, if we will. Because um, we will... Uh, do I get into that? Well, it says here that she was actually born Jenna Stevens, also known as Jenna Stevens Goldworthy. Um, but, 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 but better known by her original name, Tracy Margaret Andrews. Um... Because it's one of those cases where she changed her name. Oh yeah, Tia Carter as well, changed the name later on. So if, if I mention that later on, you go, oh, who are we talking about? It's the same person. They just changed their name. Um, Yeah, so let's get into this one then. I'm not going to do the other part of the intro because it gives away uh, what she did. But let's do the background. There's not much, but there's a bit of uh, Tracy Andrews. So, Tracy Andrews was the middle child of three siblings and had several half-siblings. Her parents had a violent, uh, or sorry, volatile relationship and they separated when she was six years old and their separation had a lasting effect on Tracy. I assume it would do because obviously I've not had to deal with parents splitting up, but I know from people it's not an easy thing to deal with. So, I can understand if people have... Uh, parents to separate, especially when you're young. In 1990, Tracy gave birth to a baby daughter, but separated from her partner a year later. Tracy had aspirations of becoming a model, but originally began working as a barmaid. Multiple partners recalled Tracy as possessive, not liking them having a social life without her presence. Now, the whole possessive thing... It's kind of a deal in this, in an extent. Um, I've known of situations where someone's partner or someone they were dating was very possessive and wouldn't let them speak to others, speak to other people that they were friends with, and was like, nope, even when they're out and about. And it's people like that that are really dickheads. Yeah. Like... If you were, say you were dating someone, Lauren, and they said, right, when you're out, you cannot talk to any of your guy friends at all. No way. Because I you... had, like, someone like that once, and yeah, no, that, that relationship ended. Because you know what they're kind of thinking in their head is what's happening. And I had a few cases of knowing that, or it's people, people I know. But, um, and also they're not liking them have a social life as well. I mean... You and your partner, you should let your partner do their own thing and you do your own thing and not have to worry. Yes, if your partner cheats on you or stabs you in the back, that's bad. But the whole people, when they're possessive, I just do not like that. Ugh. No. Uh, she was also prone to explosive displays of anger, which is also not a good thing. If someone's possessive and then they get very angry, um, be that they hit themselves, blame, I don't know, issues or something on... A partner, uh, the partner, and then they hit themselves, blah, 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 or they're violent towards someone else. It's never good. So she was prone to explosive displays of anger. 
In October 1994, she began a relationship with a local man named Lee Harvey. Not the uh, American one, if anyone is wondering. It's not him. I this I said the same thing. I was like, Lee Harvey? Lee Harvey Oswald? That's not. It's someone else called Lee Harvey. Um, moving in with him three months after they met. Their off-again-on-again relationship was marked by volatility, with both being possessive and jealous of each other's relations with other men and women. I mean, that dispels for disaster. Oh, God, yeah. If both of them are possessive and jealous of each other's relations or, like, speaking to other people, nights out must have not been fun. They must have not even even gone out, you know. It's that conflicting thing where it's like they just... If they're so annoyed at each other, you know, relations having relations with other people, just don't fucking go outside. They're both them. They both them can't go anywhere. Then, very stupid. The couple frequently argued, but sometimes escalated into violence, and led police to led police led to police being summoned. I mean, called or summoned. Summoned is a weird word of saying it, but that's what the site said. Friends and family members of both Tracy and Lee were uneasy about their dysfunctional relationship. Lee had confided in both his friends and his own mother regarding Tracy's emotional problems. Police were called to the house on late October 1996, just over a month before Lee... Um, uh, well, you'll find out what happened to Lee. After discovering that um, Tracy had bitten Lee on the neck on one occasion, Lee's mother told him that they should uh, separate for the sake of his daughter. I mean, what's that? Is it called a hickey? Is that the thing when the neck thing with the kiss or something? Yeah. Like, like, you, you, it's like, it's what happens. Like, you can do it on your arm, to be fair. Like, you just bite and suck on the skin. That's all it is. Yeah, I, I feel like in this situation it was an actual just bite. No, you can pass it off as a hickey. If in the nineties they, they still call it, they called them that. But I love that. It's been called hickeys for decades. I mean, I, I would no, no one's given me one, but I've seen people get them, and people have been like, "Oh, what's been going on there?" And then yeah. I've been like, "What's well, kind of obvious?" If, so, if someone had an actual like big on bite on their neck, I'd be like, "What the hell's going on?" And the fact that. Well, I remember um, when my brother got one. Um, I what a hickey or a bite in the neck? Got a hickey. It was really funny, cause my mum had spotted it and she found it hilarious. And I came came around to visit, and my mum was like, "So your brother's got a hickey?" And I was like, "Cool, okay." She's like, "No, but it's fucking massive, and he's trying to cover it up with um, he's been trying to cover it up, so he keeps on like wearing." Your mum, my mum hadn't seen it, but she could tell it must be massive because he was trying to cover his neck like constantly. So I went upstairs to his room to go, I need to see this. When I went to his room and I went, let me see it. And he showed me. I was like, and he was on the phone to her and I didn't know. And all I said was, fucking hell, mate. She's gone to town on you, hasn't she? Fucking Jesus. (laughs) If it was huge, is that because she did multiple or she just had a massive mouth? She did multiple um, in the same area. Do people enjoy that? Yeah, I do. Is it... Oh, you enjoy it when someone nibbles on a neck. It's not painful, that's the thing. It's, it's done on certain spots where it feels good. I feel like if the Count did that to me, I'd be a bit concerned. 
or anyone who looks like they've got vampires for teeth. Because, you know, they're, they're a hickey, or I'm going to suck your blood. Ah, ah, ah. One hickey. Two hickey. Three hickey. Ah, ah. Yes. And, and as well, it said, um, Lee's mother told him they should separate for the sake of his daughter. Yeah, I think if someone's, like, biting your neck and it's... And and they're very possessive and violent, and it's going on for a while. I think separating's a good idea. Don't put yourself through that pain. Although, we did explain beforehand that sometimes it's hard for people to leave. Oh yeah, because no, it, it of is. feelings. Um, well, as someone who's been in that position, it's not easy. Yeah, your feelings just confide. Like your brain might be like, well, oh. The thing is, with people like that, they will do that horrible stuff, but then they'll switch back to being like the person that they were when you met them. Yeah. And it really messes with your head and it makes oh, you think, oh, maybe, maybe if I didn't do this, maybe they won't do this. Yeah, and then like, you feel guilty yourself, yeah. Yeah, that is how they play mind games on you to try and get you to stay so they can keep having that control. It's what they do. Yeah. That's why it's, yeah. Not, that's why it's not easy. And I get really pissed off with people who go, why don't you just leave? Also, some people get locked in the house and all this kind of shit and get monitored 24-7. Like, it's not... Oh, yeah. You know, I, I've seen it to points where it's monitoring um, social media, everything they do on there. Full-on, like, making sure heavy. Making no phones in the house so they can't call for help. Like, people do take it to... Or extreme. even, like, put tag I've seen people put tags on folk. Yeah, That's... tags. I think I saw one where it's like... Um, I've seen that some people have put um, marks on the driveway so they can see if the car's been moved. Wow. Yeah. Because I knew certain people came out, who came out of prison could get tags on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that's just to keep... That's they have to have a curfew. And yeah, but if you're actually putting a tag on like your partner or whatnot, that's... Woo. Chill out. Um... So, other family members of Lee warned against him pursuing an relationship with Tracy, and Tracy's mother also told her daughter to not continue their flawed relationship. So, if your family members are saying, look, this isn't going to work out, probably take their advice, which Lee should have, because, well, we're going to find out. So, on Sunday, the 1st of December, 1996, after another day of fierce arguments... Tracy and Lee went to a local pub for the evening in an attempt to reconcile. Maybe not the best idea going to a pub. Because uh, if you have a drink, it might make it worse. Tracy claimed that on the way back to their flat in the Bex, Alve Church, Worcestershire. Oh, this will be fun for the Americans. Repeat what I just said. I said it right, didn't I? Worcestershire. Yeah. Um... Which I'm assuming that's where she's from, somewhere around there, because obviously I said earlier there's no like confirmed location where she was born, so somewhere new Worcestershire. Um, yeah, so Tracy claimed on the way back to the flat in there, late that evening, the pair became involved in a road rage incident with two men. She claimed a car had followed her and Lee, and that two men from the car had confronted and attacked them after stopping them in a country lane. Which you can see if you go on the Wikipedia page. There's a a photo of said country lane taken in 2009. If you're so desperately want to know what 
a country lane is like in the UK if you're not from there. Uh, in reality, that didn't happen. In reality, Tracy had stabbed Lee over 42 times with a pen knife after they had stopped in his car following an argument. Lee's sister later said that she knew from the time she was told about the murder that Tracy had killed him. At a press conference on the 3rd of December 1996, Tracy elaborated on the supposed attack, saying that a fat man with staring eyes had stabbed Lee after getting out of a Ford Sierra in which he was a passenger. So she basically said, you know, some folk... Uh, I don't know, it just came out of nowhere. A fat man with staring eyes and just stabbed the, the fuck out of Lee um, 42 times, which is a lot. Ouch. I I, ne- I never understand when the killers just, like, stab multiple times because it's like, it gets to a point where you've killed them and stabbing them more hands just insult. It's just like, ugh. I hate, I hate that when people get stabbed multiple times. It's horrible. Um, but yeah, she said that farmer staring and I stopped Lee after getting off Ford Sierra, in which he was a passenger. Over the next two weeks, police carried out investigations to track down the murderer of Lee. Lee and Tracy's car had stopped near a cottage, crashed, and the commotion had alerted a male resident living meters away, who discovered Lee stabbed on the road and bruised, uh, and a bruised Tracy standing by him, which will be the... If you look at the images, that'll be like her, well, red eye. That I mean, her fucking eyes as well. That that she deserves having that bashed red eye. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 yes. So he, you know, he it, it loaded the attention of a resident, and he saw Lee who had been stabbed on the road, and Tracy bruised, and he immediately ran back to his house to call emergency services because remember it's the nineties. He didn't have a phone on him. He has to rush back to the house to actually pick up the, the, the landline phone and call the police that way. Police noted that Lee's car had apparently not stopped in the road in any hurry, but had been neatly parked on the side of the road. Lee had been stabbed in the back, throat and chest 42 times with a fatal wound through an artery in the neck. So you can guarantee this guy's dead. I mean, in the back, in the throat, and in the chest. Well, the throat, you cut off the airwaves, and if you can't breathe, you're dead. And if it's in the chest, it's probably 42 times. You're probably hitting every main important organ in your body. Intestine, small intestine, liver, heart, lungs, you get the idea. So she just killed him cold blood and left him dead. And made a BS story as she tries to kind of go about being like, no, it's a. She tries to up the story, like, no, no, I didn't kill him, and explains it, and then people are just like, this is a stupid, flawed story. So, although Tracy claimed she and Lee had been attacked in a road road incident in her press conference on the third December, she said that the driver of the attacker's car was not to blame and appealed for him to come forward. Something which the police questioned, as the driver had supposedly facilitated the attack on Lee. Tracy seemed to contradict her original statement, giving different times to her original story, and police had to step in and stop her while she told her story to the press. 
Police also noted that Tracy had a lot to say for a person who supposed who was supposedly in shock, which is another thing I've. There's a couple other cases we've done that where, when they give the interview, they say a lot, um, for someone who who they act like they're in shock. You know what I mean? You know when you see the interviews and people act so shocked. Oh, I'm. I'm so distraught, distraught and stressed, and then I'll just spill out a bunch of information. If you were very distraught, you wouldn't be so open and calm and, oh, yeah, I'll explain everything sort of thing. Um, a witness statement from a child in an adjacent cottage said she could clearly hear an argument between a man and a woman after the car, after the car had parked up on the night. Police did not find any evidence that a second car had overtaken Lee's car to stop it before the attack. Noting there were no tire marks in the grass next to the narrow single-lane country road that would be expected if such an event had taken place. Which is true, because if you look at the photo, uh, it's a one-way. It's a one-way lane, so there's no way that if a car had overtaken, it would have had to have gone to the side of the road, and it would have been in the mud and in the... Um, bushes and shit and you'd see the tire marks from it unless it was going extremely slow but you know folk are like on country roads not the John Denver style but people like to speed down country roads and they were probably the people if they were passing or even them driving the car were probably going at a fair amount of speed yes so where were we sorry um Yes, police did not find any evidence that the car overtaken. So, in Lee's hand was found more than eighty strands of Tracy's hair, which patho pathologists pathologists I'm, I'm not sure who they are. What's a pathologist? Path pathologist Pathologist is a doctor who inter interprets and diagnoses the changes caused by disease in the body's cells and tissues. As a pathologist, you'll diagnose, treat, and prevent a range of diseases. There are varying amounts of laboratory work involved in pathology, depending on your specialty and the role itself. Okay, so I guess that makes sense, I guess, with the whole hair thing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so the path pathologist determined... Um, determined had had to have been taken oh they had to have been taken from her head with considerable force i.e. through a physical struggle so presuming in the argument that he was having he like well she has a lot of hair she's gotten a, a, a lot of locks so he's probably grabbing on her hair and trying to like rip it out which is probably so painful I get um when I brush my hair and it's tangled and it's like, uh, like caught, I hate that because when you pull in it, the feeling is so um, horrible, and I hate that. So the fact that um, her hair is probably getting pulled and it's yanked out in eighty strands, which might not be a lot to be fair, because hair can be quite thin. So he he was probably engaging in some of the fight as well, or was. Uh, most notably, two witnesses came forward after Tracy's press conference to say that they had seen Lee's white Ford Escort car driving past them on the lane Lee was murdered on that night. 
but that no car was following it and that no other cars had been seen by them on uh, that lane that evening. This disproved Tracy's story that she and Lee had been attacked in a road rage incident after being followed by a car whilst driving home. So, what do you do when suspicion mounts on you and people are starting to be like, hey, hang on a minute, what you said isn't going or matching up with what we've kind of figuring out here. What do you do? He attempts suicide, of course. With suspicious mounting on Tracy, she attempted uh, suicide on the day after the press conference by taking an overdose of pills. Because these horrible criminals just can't face up to the facts that they committed a horrible crime, they just kill themselves. Yeah, that doesn't make her look suspicious and guilty, does it? No. No. I don't condone people kill themselves. It's always the cunts as well that, like, say they didn't do it, and then they just kill themselves. I'm just like, well, you clearly fucking did then, didn't you? Dickhead. I don't condone people killing themselves, but when people, like, the serial killers do it, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, like, I've taken all these lives, so I'm, so... It's like fuck off you. And then the justice isn't the justice isn't served for the uh, victims' families and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't give them any closure just because this person's dead. And obviously, the the whole committing suicide thing is it's quite a more common thing in the school shooters as we've talked about. So when it's not in that case, of yeah. people just take it that way. Uh, I mean, if you can own up to your actions, you know. I don't know if they think that that's so, and like the best way to deal with it is just, oh yeah, I don't want to go to prison, I'll kill myself. I don't know, but she tried to commit suicide by um, taking an overdose of pills, which is which is fair, you know, ODing on pills. Um, different from our boy Itzacotlo Campo when we covered him, when he took the Tide, the tide Pods or whatever it was, the cleaning chemicals, went with the old-fashioned pills. Yeah. Tracy's suicide attempt and the confirmation that no road rage incident ha- uh, could have occurred convinced police of the need to arrest her. She was still in hospital two days later when police first arrested her and questioned her about the murder. After being dispatched from hospital, she was later charged with the murder of Lee Harvey on the 18th of December 1996 and released on bail. Uh, further evidence, uh, police then discovered a pen knife shaped bloodstain and impression in Tracy's boot, convincing police that she had carried the murder weapon in her boot after the murder and had disposed of it at a hospital, which, such a smart idea, you kill someone, oh well, I'll just keep the murder weapon and dispose of it somewhere where other people are going to be, oh yeah, where, oh yeah, hospital, where there's hardly anyone in the building. Why? Like, I thought criminals, if they were smart, they would kill someone with a murder weapon and dispose of that somewhere where nobody could find it, not keep the weapon on you, and then dispose of it in a place where there's a shit ton of people going about, like a hospital, where there's people, you know, everywhere. It was known that there had been a pen knife in Lee's car on the night of the murder. Tracy had spent long periods of time in the toilet at the hospitals for unknown reasons, apparently to dispose of the murder weapon. After examining her heavily bloodstained jumper, the police also determined that the blood had been sprayed onto her side uh, uh, side 
after she stabbed through Lee's artery, explaining the distinctive bloodstain pattern. I can just imagine that. And whenever we talk about people getting murdered, you know when, like, they get stabbed or slash? I just think of it, is it really like in the horror movies where when they, like in this case, when she stabbed his artery, just blood went all over her. And, oh, like Patrick Bateman, American Psycho style. If that actually happens, that's very grim. You know, especially when, like, you see in the films where horror films, I know horror films aren't real, but, like, it spurts up in the face and they just get covered in it. I feel like when people get covered in blood after they, they, they do murders, they they they're evil and have um big guts to uh you know you know walk around with blood stains on them and everything. Uh, so the trial, Tracy appeared at Birmingham Crown Court, Birmingham crown court charged with the murder on 1st of July 1997 and was found guilty on the 29th of July 1997. The prosecution had been able to skillfully deconstruct her story so as to determine its implausibility. Seven minutes had passed between Lee being fatally stabbed and him being discovered by the occupant of the adjacent cottage, during which time Tracy had made no attempt to summon help from the houses on the road or from anyone else. Police stated that Tracy had tried to leave the vehicle at the location Lee was murdered, and that an argument had then occurred. Many of Lee's stab wounds had been in his back, indicating that Tracy had stabbed him whilst he retreated to the car. Tracy's mother stated after the trial that she could not understand why her daughter had invented the implausible story she gave. Tracy was sentenced to life imprisonment with a recommendation that she serve at least 14 years. Tracy appealed the sentence, claiming that she was the victim of a miscarriage of justice because of damaging publicity surrounding her case. In October 1998, the appeal was denied. In April 1999, Tracy admitted that she did stab Lee to death and that her entire story had been invented. All it takes is that prying. After a while, you know, they start to crack and then they go fine and they admit it. Um, I can't remember what it was or uh, the name of the guy, I should say. But I saw it on Facebook where um, there was some guy. It was just like a parking parking area um, somewhere in America. And the, he, he noticed that police were by and he flagged them over. Or I don't know how it happened, but he, he said to them, Dude, and like 20, 20 or so years later, he and then he actually, you see in the video, he actually says to the cop, right, I think it was this house here. And they actually go to the house, dig up the floorboard in that area, and they do find the remains. But the guy was like, the guilt just got too much to me. And after all these years, um, he was so calm about it and everything, so nice. Was like, yeah, that's the house, etc., etc. But because it had been so long, he just felt so guilty. Um, um, hang on, I wonder if I can find it, guy, confesses to Yes, a man confessed to killing landlord 50, sorry, 15 years ago. 
Tony Peralta, 37, told officers he was tired of living with his lie and openly confessed to the murder of his former landlord in 2008. And he, he found he actually showed him the exact uh, location. But yeah, they're in a parking lot. And the police come over and he said, yeah, I'm tired of living with my lie. I'm so guilty. And shows them exactly where he um, bludgeoned him. And I watched that and it was quite a tough thing to watch. On the fact that this man just could have kept on with life. And nobody would have known because it's 15 years had gone by and he was still away getting away with it. But just the fact that he was so like open to admit, yeah, I did that. And then you actually see the cops like, yeah, we've we found a body. This guy wasn't lying. I was like, whew, damn. But yeah, in this case, um, she admitted it in 1999. Uh, changing her story, Tracy then said that she'd stabbed Lee in self-defense. So you kind of get the gist of this wifey. Um, she likes to just fuck around with her story. Doesn't give a doesn't give a right story. Starts changing, chopping and changing things, and it's uh, just I don't know what fuck fuck she's doing that. But you you know you get those people where they say stuff and it's like oh no sorry, and then they change it. She's one of those twats. Yeah, one of those. Um, and I know she said in self-defense now. I don't believe that. Yes, the relationship wasn't great, but her start, you know, start stabbed him in self-defense. If you're do, if you're self-defending yourself and you're stabbing forty plus times, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, man. There's no evidence to support this claim. However, particularly as Lee was stabbed mostly in the back while apparently retreated to his car. Now. Where is she now? Well, she got released, of course. Because it's the UK. Let's just release them. Tracy was released in July 2011. She was banned from travelling within 25 miles of her victim's family without supervision. In December 2018, Tracy became a grandmother when her 20-year-old daughter gave birth to a girl. I feel ashamed for her daughter. Oh, and that grandmother as well. And uh, No, sorry. Um, the daughter and the daughter's baby. Because they're going to find out. Yeah. And they're going to know what she did. And they're going to have to live with that guilt of having a family member who... committed that. But also, she's banned from travelling within 25 miles of a victim's family. That's... I, I'm assuming they get told where the victim's families are. And are like, you cannot go there. And if the yeah. victim's family's moved, she's, they'd have to inform her to be like, they've moved, you cannot access that area now, right? I'm assuming that's how it works. Yeah, because I think that's what um, the two guys who killed James Bulger have to do. They're not allowed to make contact with the mum or the family. They're not allowed to go but, near them. They're not allowed in uh, Merseyside. Like, yeah. Yeah, but if, if the family, you know, the victim's family moved... Yeah. They would then not be allowed to go into that area that they moved to. Most likely, yeah, because they're not allowed yeah. to go near them, yeah. Uh, well, as I said earlier, after her release, Tracy changed her name to Tia Carter and altered her appearance, undergoing £5,000 of surgery through the NHS to change the shape of her distinctive jaw, and later changed her name again to Jenna Stevens uh, slash Jenna Stevens Goldworthy. Um, I... Th <sighs> I think she was forced to change her name. 
I don't think she changed it. Chose to change it. I think she just was forced to. Her changing it again might have been her own choice. From the Tia Carter to Jenna Stevens. Um, I love how she told the last name Goldworthy. Goldsworthy. Sorry, posh last name. But yeah, £5,000 surgery to change the shape of her distinctive jaw. And when I saw that, I looked back at the images and I was like, yeah. That jaw is something else, ain't it? Not gonna lie, when you look at the photos, she does look like she's a, a bit of a druggie. You know, when that jaw, that yeah, jaw looks so fucking slack. I didn't think she's on something in that picture. I fucking thought she's yeah, on Yeah, that fucking least. jaw looks so slack. Yeah, she's on, like, something. And also, like, a skin. Like, one thing that's really easy to spot it is um, the condition of someone's skin. And... Like, the first few pictures, like, yeah, she's definitely on, like, some sort of cocaine. But then that picture, that first one, it's like, the skin, her, her skin condition, she's on something else. Yes, yeah, she's got a slack jaw and not much to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the NHS helped her, or had to sadly help her with that surgery. In 2017, she remarried, marrying bouncer Phil Goldsworthy. Why people? How did they get? Oh, she didn't choose Goldsworthy. She um, she married. She was Jenna Stevens, and then Jenna Stevens Goldsworthy, and married a bouncer. I know loads of really amazing people, right, who are single and they want to get in relationships and everything. I know so many people that have have such potential and they would be really great with someone and they struggle Me. in a relationship. Yeah, you as, you're, you as an example. like people, a good example. But so many people who are lovely, they don't commit any crimes, they're not doing anything illegal, none of that shit. They're nice, normal, happy people. And they'd be great with someone. But, they, but there's people who are getting in relationships with cunts like this. And I don't get why. Like, I've always... It's like how Chris Watts is doing freaking online dating from prison, you know? It's just one of those... Th I can understand people dating in prison. But, yeah, but like but... murderers and shit like this. Like, how the fuck is Chris Watts doing online dating? Who's dating the man that murdered his wife and two kids? Why? Who's going across that profile and thinking, he's the one I went? He's the one I want. I, I know what he's done, but I can change him. It's that fucking mentality. It's the I can change him mentality. Like, no, you can't. I don't. I, I've, I never get that because surely either they don't mention their past. Maybe in her case, she didn't mention her past. And he's like, okay. But if they mention what they've done, how can someone sit there and go, oh, okay, that's fine with me? Yeah. I can understand, right? In situations where someone goes, in other situations, oh, I'm actually transgender. Oh, that's fine with me. Not an issue. Understandable. Someone, I committed a murder. Oh, that's fine. Understandable. It's like, no, whoa. You know, we need to be understanding of stuff, but when people are actually killers and murderers, there's, there's no understanding, oh yeah, that's fine what they did, we could just forget about that and continue on. It's like, no. And there's a photo actually of her boyfriend and her. And they're holding hands in public. And they went shopping together. I'm like, what? no, 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 no. There's actually a photo of her at her wedding. 
Murderer Tracy Andrews weds man she met in a pub. Oh, she was the bouncer of a pub then. Oh, my. The fact she's still roaming around, though, is to, for me, is this to know. Yeah, like, if you commit, if you commit a murder, it's horrific, and you are a bad person because you committed murder. Sometimes some people have certain circumstances where they've killed someone, but there's... The, the circumstances can be different to most. Like, one murder, okay, depending on how it's gone, if you get let out, then you you got remorse and right, whatever. But, if you have hid the body, and you are making sure that no one can find the remains of this person, hell to the fucking no. Well, people are fucking going about marrying and doing whatever with people who've killed and have only openly said they have. Yeah. But uh, when plans plans to release her were announced, a fellow female inmate and former prison lover uh, lover of Tracy said that she had continued to act possessively and aggressively in relationships while in prison, revealing that Tracy had attacked and strangled her after seeing her speaking with her ex-girlfriend. Now... I'm not saying this is what prison does to you, but I have heard from people that when they go to prison, they end up having relationships with the same sex. Sometimes forced, sometimes not. Uh, yeah, but the fact yeah. is she was still possessive in prison. Um, it's one of those where like, I've heard it like a few times where people have been like, yeah, when they've been in prison, they kind of just, things happen because everyone's sexually frustrated, all this kind of shit. So shit just happens. I'm like, yeah, as long as it's consensual, each to their own, dude. Do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, I mean, if I was in prison, I'm not letting any man near me. That's just who I am. Yeah. But, yeah, um... Also, some, people, some, people, some people do this as like a protection thing. She's like, yeah, I'll do this as long as like you don't like bat the fuck out of me. Yeah, but it's also the fact that um, and she's in a relationship now and married someone. She's probably still possessive. Oh, most likely. Is she not? Yeah. I mean, how this man, you know, he 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 must be he must be seeing through he's seeing through the fact she's a murderer. Also, probably seeing through the fact she's very progressive and very angry, and still thinking, yeah. I want to marry this person. Basically, a walking red flag, yet he must be fucking colorblind and think it's green instead. Like, come on. I mean, the woman said she was opposed to Tracy's release and warned she would kill again. I mean, you never know these people, but she does like the type of person that might. Especially with that anger. She might kill her husband. Or the one that she's got now. You never know. And in terms of, um, there's actually media, media based on this case. The 1998 Catatonia, um, which is the Welsh rock band, formed by, is that Keris Matthews? I, I, I do know them, but I've not listened to them. They had a song called Road Rage, which was partly inspired by the murder. Um, yeah, the title of Road Rage was based on the murder of Lee Harvey by his girlfriend Tracy Andrews. Um, in December 1996, she stabbed him more than 30 times with a pen knife, claiming originally that this had been committed by a stranger in a road rage type attack. As the as a result of the song's release, Lee's mother Maureen said that it's disgusting that people are trying to make money from such a tragedy. 
My son did not die in a road rage attack. He was killed by Tracy Andrews. We simply do not need songs like this. Catatonia's lead singer, Karis Matthews, said that while the title of the song was based on the case, the lyrics were about advances in technology. In her book, Pure Evil, Maureen Harvey stated, At least the group's singer, Karis Matthews, had the decency to return my call and explain that she hadn't intended to cause any offence. She tried to convince me that the song showed how Tracy had gone crazy and that it didn't actually do her any favours. Any favours? Um, I haven't listened to the song. I probably will, though. But yeah, another song kind of loosely based around uh, the murder. Maureen Harvey, oh, as I said, um, just released a book, Lee's Mother, called Pure Evil, How, to, How Tracy Andrews Murdered My Son, Deceived the Nation and Sentenced Me to a Life of Pain and Misery, published in 2007. In May 2002, the ITV documentary series Real Crime uh, released an episode on the murder titled Tracy Andrews, Blood on Her Hands, featuring interviews with the police investigation team and the mother of both Andrews and Harvey. The murder was covered in a 2018 episode of Pick TV slash Sky documentary series Britain's Most Evil Killers, which is still shown on the telly today. And the CBS reality uh, aired a documentary on the killing in 2018 titled Evidence of Evil, the Road Rage Killer. So yeah, that's the story of Tracy Andrews. Not a big case, but um, one of how... how a possessive lover or a possessive person in a relationship can push it too far and murder their partner. It is like really like like there's so many cases like this where abusive relationships have ended in fucking murder. It's it's so common. Um, like I remember the BBC did a a reenactment about a case years ago. I remember watching it. I remember it just like haunting me when I slept. Like the ending scenes. It's um called Murdered by My Boyfriend. It was on BBC Three. I remember watching when BBC Three had those like they had um reenact- reenactments. They had the uh, Sophie Lancaster one, all this kind of stuff. I remember this one about possessive boyfriend, obviously this is the other way around, uh but possessive boyfriend and how he murdered his girlfriend and stuff like that. And how it escalates over time before it gets to the murder part. Yeah, it gets very... Um, very worrying when I read stuff about this because I haven't been in a relationship since 2015. And it's... Uh, personally, for me, I'm finding it really hard to get into relationships at all. It is a struggle. So reading cases like this where people manage to get into relationships and it just isn't happy, lovely, nice... And it's just utter chaos that leads to a life being taken. Um, very, very horrible, and it hits hard because I feel like, well, that that stuff shouldn't happen. You know, it makes me worried that if I get into a relationship, maybe, you know, I'll end up with my partner maybe being like that or something. You never know because, as you said, it could be happy, all happy, fun times. You know, they could be shiny, happy people in the beginning. Call them REM, but I'm just. They could be nice in the beginning, but then when the cracks start to show and it gets worse, and then... Because you, you never want to say that someone you first meet from the first time, you never want to be first impressions and be like, yeah, you're nice, but you're probably going to fuck me over. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
You know, you never want to have that mentality or mindset. And then it, it makes it worse because sometimes there's cases where people have been like, oh, after the relationship I had with them, people said or came up to me and were like, yeah, we kind of thought they were a bad person and kind of probably should have warned them or, or warned them at the start. And they said, nah, nah, nah. It's okay. It won't be like that. But you never want to have to warn someone if they're going to be happy in a relationship. You never want to be like, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be a bad person. Just warning you now. Don't get into a relationship with them. Because you never really truly know. But she took it too far and uh, murdered Lee Harvey. And it sucks for the family because it probably could kind of, they, they, they saw the cracks and they saw the fact that they weren't the greatest pairing because they were both possessive. And they said they should have called it off, but they didn't. And uh, one night escalated into murder. So if anyone is listening and they are suffering domestic abuse, you're not alone. Um, sometimes if you are uh, free, um, in a similar situation like this, obviously not murdered, um, you can you can leave. I know it's tough, but if you can't leave, then I feel for you. But Love should be happy. We don't want more couple murders happening. No, 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 no. Not in the UK. No, not in the UK. So, yeah. There we go. Um, this will be funny when we have to use the image of her face. Oh, that God, slack yeah. jaw and that burst eye. People are going to look at that photo and go, what? Because we're not going to use one of the ones where she's got makeup or looks glamour. No, 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 no. Got, got to make her look. Got to have her looking her worst. Got to have her looking basically, yeah, how she is. Gross and shit. Yes. Nah, that's fair. But yeah, this one's a different one. I'm not going to lie. My one next week, I've got I've got, I've got to pick between two different ones and both of them are not pleasant. Oh, dear. So, uh, I... I I've kind of, well, I say brought it down. I've not gone too heavy, and then you go heavy, and then I go not so heavy. It's a good balance. Well, yeah. sometimes a little light case, you know, if you're not really feeling in the mood to get full-on spooked or full-on queasy, depending on how you feel when you listen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. We will be back next week with a grim episode. But thank you mm. for listening. Ah, uh, I'm gonna chill out for the rest of the day, cause fuck it, and I'm going. Got a date tomorrow, so chilled out night tonight, I think. Yes, hopefully the date and all the love stuff goes well, and this case hasn't put you off. Nah, I I, I know the warning signs, thankfully now, cause I've been yes. I've been through it, so I know the warning yes. signs. But yeah, we'll yes. see you guys next week for another episode. Thank you for listening. Also, thank you for 3.6k. Hell yeah, it's going up, up, uppity. Like, I check it, like, every other day. And yeah, I can't, but it, it's just nuts. And I'm having people come up to me, being like, watch a podcast, let me listen to it. And, you know, um, the person I was with the other day, um, she said, oh yeah, I listened to your podcast a while back, and you know, a couple of episodes I thought it was good, and I was like, "Oh, thank you." It melted my heart inside when she uh, said that. Oh, that's cute. And it's nice when people say they listened, because yeah. I say to them, "Hey, listen to it if you want to." But the fact they said, "No, I did," even if they're not listening every episode, the fact that they did listen, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. 
And we'll see you next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.